So what's going on podcast, Paul here and I can't wait for you to listen to this episode. When I came up with the idea of this Behind the Real series, interviewing influencers, trying to get the full picture, trying to understand more about who they are as individuals rather than what they share on social media. The first person that I thought of was Aaron Marino. Aaron Marino, the YouTuber with, he's just about to hit 5 million subscribers and I'm grateful to say that he sat down with me when I was out in Atlanta and we did this interview. What you're about to listen to is episode two of Behind the Real with Aaron Marino. I'm about to show you a few little clips of that interview. And honestly, you just have to listen to this. That's all I can say. If you enjoy it, please leave a rating and a review. Let me know at paul at pmcgregor.com. Let's dive in. When you, you put out something that you believe is, is designed to, to help people and to try and, and do the, you do the best job you can, right? Mm-hmm. I try to help as many people as possible. And, um, and when, when somebody has something negative to say, it still hurts because I'm so invested. I'm so passionate about what I'm doing that, um, you know, it just, it, it still, it still hurts. Every day I have struggles and, and something I, I say to myself every single day that I get up, I've got the same thing I say every single morning. I look at myself in the mirror and I say, don't fuck it up today because I've worked so hard and I've, 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 I've given every ounce of my soul to this platform and, and to try and help people at the end of the day that I just don't want to fuck it up. So and have, you, I, have you got fear that you will then? Oh yeah. I, oh, I fear every day. If I go to bed and, and like some days I, I come close to messing it up, um, no, I have fear that it's all going to vanish. I have fear that it's all going to go away. And, and do you think that will then take away that validation again? Yeah, absolutely. So if I was a competitor brand to a brand that you normally promote and I said here's double the amount that this brand pays you, would that be something that you would take? So welcome to another episode of Behind the Reel. This is, to be honest, the episode that I wanted. So (laughs) I'm very grateful to be here um, with Aaron Marino. And again, this interview series is really um, showing influencers in a different light, kind of trying to get to know them a little bit more than maybe what we see on, on social media. So we go back to 2010 and- um, Long time, we will go back to a purple scarf. And Aaron was someone who helped my business massively because you was, when did you start on YouTube? 2008. So 2008, and what was YouTube like in 2008? 2008, it was a, it was a wild, wild west. Um, it, was, it, was, it was early. I think YouTube started in like 2006. Yeah. And, um, you know, when I started uploading videos, I had no idea what to expect. I think the first time I uploaded a video was the second time I was on YouTube. And I was just like, hey, this is a platform. I've got some things I want to possibly say, and, and let me upload a video. And so it was very different back then. What was the intention, though? Because obviously, you know, seeing, you know, the growth, how many subscribers have you got now? Yeah, like 4.8 million. Yeah. You say that in a... 4.8 million. And you should end... And I've worked hard for every single one of them. <laughs> and this is, the, this is the reason why I wanted to do this with you, because I've seen that, that growth. And I think with influencers, a lot of people might see Aaron now, and they, they make a judgment of, of what you're doing now. Mm-hmm. They don't see... The you know how many years yeah uh, you know that that's the thing a, a, a lot of criticism comes my way these days um, because of the amount of advertising I do and and most of my videos I do have a, a sponsor um, you know what people fail to realize is that you know for the first five or six years mm-hmm. that I um, I did YouTube I didn't make any money it was just yeah. you know I started it 
because I love it. I continue to do it because it's it's the only thing that, that would make me, at this point in my life, it's the only thing I want to do. It's the only thing that makes me happy. What was, if we go back to the first video, what was your intention? Like, what, why... <clears throat> Why did you upload the video? Yeah, um, I I started an image consulting business. Um, I had a I had a very bad financial situation. I, um, I my 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 fitness center closed. Um, I I was fi- I filed bankruptcy. I was driving a beer cart. All sorts of like horrible things. That was like a, a low, super low point. And so during that time. Um, I was like, hey, you know, let me let me let me try and, and see if I can do, be an image consultant. This was um, before like Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. This was this was way back then. And I would do research, and I was looking for, um, you know, basically I'd go online. This was early days online, really, 2006. And um, I was looking, and I was like, okay, what resources are out there for regular guys just to look good? I don't have a style background. I'm not the most stylish guy in the world, but the only thing and, and the only resources back then were things like GQ and Esquire. Yeah. And so I thought, hey, maybe there's an opportunity for some just regular guy to come in and, and help the gentlemen that are like my friends and my dad and my uncles and, and people that are just not worried about high fashion. They just want to know if things look good and, and what to wear. Mm. And so I started an image consulting business and um, you know, advertised it through Google AdWords, and this was back when you could actually advertise yeah. for less than like a hundred. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. My budget was like three hundred dollars a month, and I was getting clients that were flying in from all over the country, and um, and I was like, this is incredible. In two thousand eight, my wife got me a video camera um, as a Christmas present. And it sat in the box. I didn't know what to do. I thought she was just freaky. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she wasn't. Um, a tripod as well. <laughs> exactly. No, just the camera. Yeah. She's like, "What do you get the guy?" And it, it that was 2008, so yeah. it had like a little mini like cassette thing that went in there, and I mean, it was old, right? And so I started. I, I thought to myself, you know, maybe maybe I'll I'll try this YouTube thing, mm. and and I'm sure that there are a lot more guys out there that. You know, just want to look good that don't necessarily want and fit yeah. the mold of a GQ or an Esquire. And so the first video was just to say, hey, I'm, I'm Aaron Marino of Alpha M Image Consulting. and, and um, It wasn't as polished as that, was it? <laughs> it was not as polished. <laughs> well, the funny thing, my early videos, most of them are down now. They had to be like two minutes because I had to, I didn't know how to edit anything. And I did wow. everything on this like little, like, like, like chip and and so literally i had to memorize and just get it out and it was like one take one clip and um and yeah they were not polished but and they were they were terrible <laughs> so did you again this was obviously pre like we say influencers this is yeah, pre yeah. knowing that you can make money from youtube oh. so was it purely doing it because you enjoyed doing it the only so what happened i uploaded my first video and um immediately i knew that i had found something that I wanted to do because I think for for me my whole life I think I've been searching for like validation right I didn't know like what success looked like you know back when I was younger I wanted to own a fitness center and that was the only thing that would mean fulfillment happiness and success for me well when that didn't work out I didn't have a plan B I didn't know what to do I didn't know what success looked like anymore and so um, when I posted that first YouTube video and somebody asked me a question it was the first time they asked me a question about, hey, I'm a big guy, mm. you know, I, I don't know how to dress. Do you have any tips? And so my second video was about how to dress as a larger man. And um, do, you remember, do you remember how many views that first video got? No, no, I did. It was not many, but it yeah. was, um, 
But yeah, so I posted that, I got a question, and I realized that I found my home. Because for the first time, I started getting you know, comments. I found, I, found a, I found a community, and I found my voice. And I think that's the other thing, um, you know, that, that I struggled with self-confidence the majority of my life because of some abusive stepfathers and, and a lot, you know, some divorces. And, and, you know, some of the things that happen when you're young really mm. do a number on you. And um, I didn't have the tools to deal with them at the time. And so, um, you know, I think just searching for that sense of fulfillment and then finally having a voice on YouTube and a platform where people were engaging and appreciating me and, and I felt valued for the first time really in my life. Um, it was like, this is it. Like, I'm done. Like, this is what success looks like. And I think that's a great um, point to, to pick up on because... You know, people might see you now and say, oh, you know, he's running successful businesses, he's got these brands, he's doing sponsorships, but, you know, you explaining the reason why you started this in the first place is the fact that you wanted that validation, the fact that you didn't have any confidence, the fact that, you know, you was in a really dark point after, you know, a business didn't work out. And I think that shows the intention of why you started creating these videos, you know, the purpose of originally. And it's still the reason why I, honestly, I create these videos. It's because I love giving back and, and helping people. Um, you know, the, the, there's, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of downside to YouTube from an emotional perspective, just because it's hard. It's hard mm -hmm. putting yourself out there and uh, being a creator and, 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 you know, and I haven't figured out a way yet because I'm so like, I'm, I'm so invested and I love this so much. I haven't figured out a way to develop skin thick enough to where the negative comments and and you know negative videos and stuff like that. It, why, like, it, why do you think oh. that is? Why do you think because because you've been doing it for so long and you've you've had plenty of you know YouTube is quite a. I always say YouTube is probably the most brutal platform in terms of comments. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I had a comment this morning as well. And but how? Why do you think that you're still maybe struggling to? to deal with some of those comments? I don't know. I think criticism is never fun to hear. Um, just, and the truth is you're always going to have it, right? There are always going to be people that don't like what you do, but when, when you, you put out something that you believe is, is designed to, to help people and to try and, and do the, you do the best job you can, right? Mm -hmm. I try to help as many people as possible. And, um, and when, when somebody has something negative to say, it still hurts because I'm so invested, I'm so passionate about what I'm doing that, um, you know, it just, it, it still, it still hurts. Like, it's, and it's also it's personal to you, isn't oh, it? It's not God. like they're criticizing your brand, they're criticizing you. Dude, you. YouTube criticizes everything. I yeah, mean, yeah. I, I make the joke that you could teach blind kittens to read and somebody would have a yeah, problem yeah, with yeah. it and want to tell you how you're a horrible person. And so, you know, you do the best job you can at the end of the day, you know, but the negative feedback, it, it definitely still stings and it hurts and, and there are days and weeks where where I, I can't like get out of my head just the negativity and and it, it's hard at times but you know you 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 sort of double down on the fact that you are doing something to help people and and then you get that one comment two mm. comments that's super positive and it brings you back into you know focus and and okay this is what I do this for and so yeah and I mean if we touch on that now so where you're at now and you know it, it's inspiring to see because again seeing you in 2010 to now and the kind of you know success that you you've had is there still times now where you you doubt yourself or you <laughs> you know you have down times because again it's people see you and they might be you know nearly five million subscribers you know doing extremely well for himself 
His life's perfect. <laughs> yeah. Is no, that the case? Yeah, yeah. Life's absolutely perfect. No problem. <laughs> no. Oh, my God, no. Um, you know, like like anything. I mean, what you what people see on, on YouTube and what people are posting on, on Instagram, it's just not reality. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a small snapshot of somebody's life when it's good. Um, you know, every day I have struggles, and, and something I, I say to myself every single day that I get up, I've got the same thing I say every single morning. I look at myself in the mirror and I say, don't fuck it up today because I've worked so hard and I've, 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 I've given every ounce of my soul to this platform and, and to try and help people at the end of the day that I just don't want to fuck it up. So have, you, I, have you got fear that you will then? Oh, yeah. I, oh, I fear every day. If I go to bed and, and like some days I, I come close to messing it up, um, no, I have fear that it's all going to vanish. I have fear that it's all going to go away. And and do you think that will then take away that validation again? Yeah, absolutely. No, but then like back to the, 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 the beginning of... Oh, yeah. I don't... Yeah, it's... it's I'm so I'm so happy with where I am personally. Like I I've never felt more 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 fulfilled, more successful from an emotional state. You know, the other thing that, you know, for me, money has never been a motivator. I've never been interested in in cars and 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 things and stuff. That's never been the reason why I wanted to be successful. At the end of the day, it was about making a difference. It's about helping people. Um, I'm an entrepreneur, though. That is something yeah, that, that, that I am an entrepreneur. From from the age of, of, of 12, I knew that I wanted to open a fitness center. Like, I knew that I wanted to work for myself. And, and so, is it freedom as well? Is it, like, the, the same with me? It's, for me, it's not about money. It's more about the freedom and being able to, you know, be creative and do your own thing rather than being conformed to, like, a job and having to work at night. Absolutely. I... I I couldn't do it any other way. I mean, it was, um, I just, I love business. I love the freedom. I love being your own boss. Now, that being said, entrepreneurship is not for everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's, like, it takes... Lonely, it's, you know... It's lonely, yeah. but what, what on, being an entrepreneur means that you're going to have to face some things about yourself. Mm. You've got to have a different stomach because, you know, everybody sees the success, right? Like, everybody's like, oh, you know, and, and right now Gary Vaynerchuk has really done a great job making, like, entrepreneurship cool, right? Yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah. a hustling and, and doing amazing things and posting pictures of but but to be a true entrepreneur you're gonna have to endure things that are very very uncomfortable and you've got to be willing to go places that most people aren't willing to go mm. and it is hard it's hard on your family it's hard on you personally you know the amount of sleepless nights I've had throughout mm. my life I mean it wasn't until I was 35 until I didn't like every single day stress out about money um, you know, it was 35 years old is when I finally, I looked at my bank account and I had $5,000. And that was the first point at which I felt like I've made it. Like, yeah. I'm successful. I didn't think about money. And when that happened, it, it opened up my mind creatively. Because, you know, for the longest time, when you're so focused and fixated on making ends meet and, and just struggling for money, I mean, growing up on welfare and then never having any means, um, you know, and when... It, it's just it's such a it's 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 a very difficult thing to always be in the back of your head wondering how you're going to eat how you're yeah. going to make your car payment how you're going to I can relate to that yeah and so it it takes up so much valuable creative energy but when I finally had five thousand dollars it made me not think about money for like one day and I realized I'm like I didn't think about money today 
and it was it was it was life changing because mm-hmm. all that that bandwidth that was the busy thinking about money and how I'm going to make it and how I'm going to survive was able to be used for for other things like being creative and and being helpful and passionate and compassionate and it really was was that was the moment where everything sort of changed for me. And I think as well that point is you know I think I believe that we compare ourselves to the end result. So, for example, like looking at you from a business perspective, I'd look at your business now, your results you're getting now, and I compare myself to your end result. The same with, you know, influencers we're scrolling through. Let's say it's a fitness influencer and they're in great shape. We just look at like the end result, the goal that they're at, not, you know, before. Yeah. Um, So how do you think social media affects, you know, we spoke about it a minute ago, but how do you think social media affects mental health? I think social media is is doing a number on on confidence on self-esteem i think it's actually hurting people to be completely honest um i for me have to take myself off of and and limit the amount of time i spend on social media platforms facebook i pretty much don't go on Mm. anymore um and the reason is because it, it there's a lot of toxic energy in there um, and, and for me, Facebook, seeing a lot of people like fighting and bickering and then and, and seeing that snapshot of, of people's lives like perfect, yeah. it made me think to myself and when I look at Instagram and I say, wait a second, my life doesn't look like this. And it makes you question your reality and where you are personally and professionally. And it's, it's just, it absolutely, it's something that I can't handle. Like I know myself, I need to, you know, sort of focus on the good and focus on making myself, you know, better every single day. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, social media, I think, definitely is having a negative impact on it. Then it's a double-edged sword because then social media is, is, is so effective as well for your mental health. You know, it helped you start this business. It helped you find validation. For me, you know, getting across the message and you getting across your message. So I think, do you think it's like a lack of education on how we use social media that's causing a lot of the issues? I'm not sure if it's education. I'm not sure if it's just... Nobody trained us, right? This all, this whole thing is new. Social media, this whole internet thing, I mean, it's relatively new. And, um, you know, you have all these young kids that are very impressionable that are, that are, that are, that this is the reality. I didn't grow up with Instagram. I didn't grow up with the internet. I didn't have a cell phone. And honestly, I am so thankful that I didn't because it allowed me to work on and develop relationships, friendships, get active, be outside. I mean, it was, it was, it was a different time when I grew up. And so, you know, I am very thankful that I didn't have the pressure, the pressure that you guys feel today and, 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 and young and even old people and and people older than me and and guys my age, the pressure is tremendous Mm. to, to, to succeed and to to look a certain way way. and if you don't have six-pack abs you failed and if you don't have a Ferrari you're not successful at the end of the day I really feel like you know for me what I found is that as long as I feel like I'm making a difference and I feel like I'm impacting the world in a positive way like that's what happiness to me is it's helping and and all of the stuff all of the material possessions you know there are amazing things that that happen when you are financially successful because you don't have to worry about money and you can take care of people and you can contribute to the world in a in a positive way but but yeah social media is 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 tough man it's really hard so obviously there's a lot of negativity around you know influencers making money from from promotions and one thing that 
has made clear to me over the last couple of days is, and as you've just said, it's not about the money. So if I was a competitor brand to a brand that you normally promote and I said, here's double the amount that this brand pays you, would that be something that you would take? No, it's, I've got amazing sponsors and, and amazing partners. And I really truly feel like, you know, with, with the opportunity that I've been presented and the fact that I can work with brands that I love, that I've worked with, you know, for, for the past three years, four years that have come back to me every single year, you know, it's, it's, it's a relationship. I have had an impact on some of these small brands that come and they don't have much money, but Mm -hmm. you love the product. You start promoting it all of a sudden their business grows and they like, Oh, okay, let's do it again. And as you help them, like I've got people like like Anson Belt, one of my absolute favorite. Yeah. Anson Belt. <laughs> what a, <laughs> what a, exactly. <laughs> well, I was speaking to to David and no, he amazing. Was, you know, it's, he it's, was saying that it's just the relationship that you've built, and he knows that you you're turning down his competitors because you want to continue that. I get belt companies. There are other belt companies that are similar to Anson Belt in terms of the whole system that reach out that have offered twice as much money as they paid. I don't want to do it because I as an influencer, have a reputation and I have integrity. Personally, I have integrity. I know that there are a lot of people that would disagree with that just because they don't agree with what I enjoy or what I like. Yeah. But but at the, at, the end of the, at the end of the day, you know, I absolutely love the brands that I promote. Something else that, um, you know, people need to realize is that when I choose to work with a brand, it needs to be right for my audience. Yeah. I need to love the brand and it needs to be right for my audience. I absolutely love the brands that I work with. And, you know, I, one of the brands that I get hate on all the time is movement. The thing that people don't, don't really, you know, recognize or they don't care. It's not your... What I care about, though, is, you know, I've been promoting them. They were, like, the first watch brand to ever work with me back yeah. in 2015. So for you, it's more... It's about loyalty. these relations. I am a... I'm an Italian, right? I'm, a, I'm an Italian from Philadelphia. Yeah. It's they about, are loyal. It's, we, are, we are loyal people. And so... You know, the fact that I can work with brands that have been loyal to me, that that I get Christmas cards from that say, thank you for helping out. Thank you for being a part of this. I don't care about, you know, the the other belt companies that are reaching out and trying to spend more money just to have you promoted. It's about, for me, it's about loyalty. It's about integrity. And at the end of the day, it's about what's right for my audience. And, and that's and it. From, from my personal perspective, you know, again, connecting with you in 2010, you did that sponsorship for me, you know, for, for free. And it was before, obviously, you were getting any sponsorships. But I saw the effects of that video and I was astounded by how much, how many sales you made from just creating a video in your bedroom. And then since then, you know, we've just continued to connect. Mm-hmm. And it's just been, I think you did a, an, another sponsorship for me a couple of months later. I did an interview with you and it's, you know, we haven't been best friends, but we've continued to, to connect and, and kind of help each other out. And I think as well, on that point, there's a lot of influencers that aren't entrepreneurs. And I think no. the difference between some of the influencers I might know is you're an entrepreneur. You've started businesses from this that have probably are doing better than the sponsorships that you get. And I think, again, going back to the beginning and the reasons why you started this, you started this because you as an entrepreneur. It wasn't because you just wanted to make money from it. Correct. No, absolutely. I'm an entrepreneur. That is what gets me up in the morning. That's what gets me excited. Um, And yeah, I've been I've been very fortunate to, you know, to sort of capitalize on, 
you know, opportunity. Typically, it, it's I see a need for something that mm-hmm. isn't being fulfilled, and so I create it. And, um, we, and we were just in the fulfillment, you know. Yeah. And to, again, a lot of influencers will create brands, but you've created businesses. You know, businesses. you've got systems. You've got. I've got employees. Employees. I've got, you've yeah. got, and it's it's not you're just coming out with a t-shirt brand no, 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 and, no, no, and no. trying to make money from it. You're creating businesses. What I'm trying to do is build something that that is is going to be around for a while you know youtube is is a is a tough animal it's always changing you never know when people's taste is is going to change and so for me it's about it's about the journey i love getting ideas i'm a creative guy and i love seeing if i can do something um once a business kind of reaches a level of success or it's sort of running itself i typically will start another business (laughs) and it's like okay well let me see if i can do this and so yeah it's just something where it's it's I'm an entrepreneur, so I'm going to look at things through an entrepreneurial mindset. Back to the YouTube and sponsorship, I put out four videos a week. I could I could put out 20 videos a week if I could. Mm-hmm. I have sponsorship opportunities for that many, but truly, it's about if it was about the money, it would be about you know just putting out as much content as possible. But I've got to I've got to be true to myself, and it just. At the end of the day, I want to put out content that I believe in. I want my, my videos to stand on their own. If you took out or you take any of my videos, chop out the sponsorship, which are typically 90 seconds, take it out, put it together. The video is a great video. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm doing the best I can. Is it perfect? That's all, no. That's all you can do. Yeah. yeah. And I think just to, I want to ask you two questions to, to finish up. Is, is one, have you got any advice for someone that maybe wants to become a YouTuber? Or, you know, I think every, I think YouTuber is the number one job that kids want to be nowadays. Yeah. Um, so what advice would you give? To, to start, um, you know, for, for, for YouTube, it has changed my life and, and my happiness and fulfillment and sense of purpose like nothing I could ever imagine possible. And the amount of joy, I always get emotional, I always cry whenever I talk about stuff like this because of, of just realizing like the impact that I'm able to have and and what's been given back to me not from a financial perspective but from an emotional and just the feeling of of accomplishment and success like I said earlier you know for me it's about helping people and um, and YouTube is going to change your life in a way that you have no idea and I just I just beg you I beg you to start and 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 I think what what holds us back is the fear of not being perfect the mm-hmm. fear of of just not knowing and seeing other people and like well I'm not as good as that just put the first video out there if when I look back at my illustrious 10 to 11 year YouTube career it's still an evolution. I look at videos I did two two years ago, and I'm just like, oh my god, what yeah. was I doing, yeah. right? And and I just say, start. And that's one thing I admired about you, and I said it in my talk yesterday. Is you know, I saw you in 2010, and I thought I can do what this guy's doing. It's just in his bedroom talking about scarves, <laughs> and and I did it, and then I deleted it. I did another one, I deleted it because it was pure worrying what people thought, and also perfectionism. And then five years later was when I put a video out, and by that time you had you know huge amount of subscribers, Antonio was around, you know, I think Jose was around. So it was, for me, the reason why I didn't succeed on YouTube as much is because I didn't start. Mm-hmm. Whereas you It's did. all just about starting. And, and if you've got something to say, if you've got a perspective, it will find its audience. It, you know, it, you, you just need to be true to yourself. That's something else I'd like to just mention real quick, is that when I really felt like my, my, my YouTube 
success and and connection really scaled is when I dropped the shit, right? When I started YouTube, I was looking at other like creators that were being successful and it was very it, at that point it was people that were being very edgy, you know, cursing a lot, being very just outlandish. And so I thought that's what you needed to do in order to be successful. Mm. And so I started saying things that were racy and and trying to put on an act more to appear or basically just appeal to what I thought people wanted and when I stopped that and I dropped the shit and I just was honest and vulnerable and open yeah. and myself that's when things started to started to scale and so and that's I think influencers need to be more like that especially oh. on Instagram because yeah. it is very perfect perfect you yeah. know and they're not being authentic they're not being vulnerable and that's something that you know you've been in the past and I think that engages with your audience a lot more no absolutely At the minute you sort of drop the act and just mm. be you. That's what people want. People don't want some polished, perfect version of you. They just want you to be you because that's what's going to connect them to you. And and I mean, it's it's an amazing relationship. And and um, it's just it's it's a gift that if you get started, you're going to reap the rewards for. And and uh, but you got to start. And then last question. I know you've had some really you know bad times yourself, and 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 and, and points that have been hard to deal with in, in your life, what advice can you give to someone that's maybe struggling right now from your perspective? Don't give up. That's the only thing you need to do. Understand that it, it, it does get better. And I know, like, for me personally, <laughs> like, when my fitness center failed and I was driving a beer cart and, and I was filing bankruptcy, I mean, it was really dark, right? I had no idea where it was going to lead. I had no idea if or how it could get better. But if you just keep moving forward day by day, week by week, month by month, year by year, you're gonna be amazed at how amazing your life can actually be and get, but you gotta just not give up. Don't don't let the darkness overtake you and overcome you. Just, just put in the work, realize that it will get better and it sucks right now. Be around and surround yourself with people that love you and and get the toxic negative people out of your life because they bring nothing but 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 hardship and and they're going to prevent you from moving forward surround yourself with people that you love he's an amazing guy <laughs> i love you Appreciate thank it, you man. Man. let's just stand up and okay. have a oh there we go <laughs> i just want to you know thank you thank you for your time and you know invite me out to the event and like i said two years ago you took a big big risk Go Not talk, a risk go, on you. Go talk about depression in front of everyone, and that was the first time I'd ever shared it on, on in public. So, you know, I owe a lot to you, man. No, man, I Appreciate owe a lot that. to you. Guys, thank you so much. Well, I'm doing an exit to my video. What am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for watching, guys. And uh, just, you know, Paul is an amazing guy. And, um, you know, anything you ever need, you just let me know because, you know, I Paul and I go back the furthest on YouTube, yeah. uh, and and it's just been amazing to can. I mean, that's the other benefit. You connect with people that are amazing, and um, you need more amazing people. And that's in the your benefit life. of social media. I think it can bring community and it it can bring great connections. But Absolutely. I just want to say thank you again, and thank you for watching or listening. And go check out Aaron. Although you don't need to, he's got enough <laughs> subscribers already. <laughs> I can always use more. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, guys.
So there we have it. Hopefully you enjoyed that interview. Honestly, I cannot thank Aaron enough. Um, it was a weird one, like reaching out to him in 2010, just seeing his growth from 20,000, 30,000 subscribers to now almost 5 million and kind of nurturing that relationship. It really is what I always say to a lot of the students that I teach at London College of Fashion or people that I meet is, you know, relationships really is the key thing. If we can focus on nurturing relationships, keeping people within our network, trying to give value to as many people as we possibly can as well we never know what comes from it and Aaron giving me the time to sit down to chat with him he's shared the interview recently to his audience I think the YouTube video is about to hit about 20,000 views in the first couple of days and I'm just super grateful for for all of um, Aaron's support and like I've said honestly guys you know you owe a lot to or I owe a lot to him and Antonio and a lot of the work that I now do is mostly down to them giving me that chance two years ago to speak about depression on stage and that really for me was that wake up call to continue doing it so reach out to Aaron Aaron Marino Alpha M on YouTube Instagram he's kind of everywhere although like I said he has too many subscribers so you know subscribe to me rather than him I need some more at the moment but honestly guys just thank you for listening really do appreciate it please leave a rating and a review if you enjoyed it and I'll see you in an episode very soon